it's time to raise the roof playoff style for our, I believe this is eighth episode, but episode one for the playoff push, hopefully. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, we, the last time we talked to you, the Rays won the division for the third time in franchise history. And now we are talking to you after the Rays clinched uh, the best record in the American League, I believe only for the second time or third time in franchise history. I know at least one of them was 2008. But the gang is all here. We have a quick series recap with the Phillies, which if we want to even recap it, I mean, the series mattered, but it didn't matter, but it did. So Mm -hmm. take that for what you will. And then we're going to talk about, uh, you know, the playoffs. The playoffs started. The playoffs are going to start tomorrow. It's going to be very interesting. Uh, The Rays are playing. So for those that don't know, the Rays, you have the one seed in the AL. They are playing the Blue Jays, uh, the Toronto Blue Jays, or Buffalo Blue Jays, however you wanted to say it and that series will be starting tomorrow i believe at five starting on tbs i believe that's what they're going to be on very but funny the, yep yeah but first before we start anything a big congrats to our fellow flappy ice boys the tampa bay lightning for their second uh stanley cup trophy stanley cup championship in franchise history i know gibby's very happy about that and you said that you oh, went to a watch part and, and you, you said you went to no nah, i didn't i didn't do that at all no nah. <laughs> No, you were socially distant. Socially distant. Socially, watch party. So, totally socially distant at the watch party. But that's okay because you because you got to see it for a little bit. You got but to no, see it I, I went there. I went there. Um, I went that. I went to that watch party for game five. To yeah, see if we could close it out then. But yeah, then that's what I was got, gonna say. We got we got denied then, but then <laughs> yeah, Corey come back Barry two days no. later. Come back two days later, and we win the championship. That Everyone in Tampa is very happy. They destroyed right. a light pole, but other than that, everything's <laughs> been mostly okay. Light um, poles beware! Lightning fans are coming after them. Yeah, they should have. They should have uh, greased the, the poles put, like in Philly. Greased the poles like in Philly. <laughs> so that's what you got to do. But yeah, big big stuff for the Lightning. So congrats to our congrats to our fellow Flappy Ice Boys, the Lightning, for their second Stanley Cup. That's just that's just part one of the trifecta. Uh, let's hope so. Or oh wait, are you talking about the Tampa Bay Rowdies as the third part of it, right? No, I'm talking about That's uh, the only Bucks. football team that exists in, in the Tampa <laughs> St. Pete area, not the Buccaneers. No, the Tampa Bay Vipers, that's who you're talking about. The ex no we, we love them too. <laughs> but yeah, I got, so I got a Vipers hat actually. Yeah, so shout out shout out to the Lightning. Uh hopefully that'll be the first of at least a couple titles, hopefully a couple things that 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 come to Tampa Bay. But before we talk playoffs, there was a series uh, over the weekend against the Phillies. The Phillies were in win-now mode to get into the postseason. Uh, if you couldn't tell, they didn't win at all. They looked really bad, and they had Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola come out. Wheeler actually pitched well, but the race touched him up, and Nola did not come out of the gate well. Vince Velasquez is just Vince Velasquez, and the Phillies' bullpen, oh, God. <laughs> Look like the worst bullpen in MLB history, which apparently they are. Yeah, no, yeah, they, they, they are. They are deserving of that title. <laughs> They're very deserving of that title. And the fact that they almost made the playoffs with is, a historically bad bullpen is just that. Besides me, like that, I, I don't, don't understand get it. that at all. Yeah. But, so, the, but yeah. So, quick, quick thoughts from you guys. How'd you feel about the series? I know the games somewhat mattered, but it stopped mattering before the second game because the athletics lost and the race clinched the number one seed. But how did you guys feel about the series? Um, glad we got the wins, you know, <laughs> um, we got, we got a six, six, seven win percentage now. 40 and 20. Exactly. 40 and 20, two thirds of our games we won. 
it's good momentum going into our uh, playoff match against the Blue Jays. Um, it's kind of, it yeah, it was kind of, you know, kind of pointless going to the third game, but, you know, uh, they still pulled it out and they're, they're still going to fight, even if the game doesn't matter, even if uh, a lot of people don't care. They're still going to go out there and they're going to play and they're going to get ready for these playoffs. Yeah, I mean, Phillies made an interesting first two nights. They were up for most of the game on Friday night. Uh, Harper had that, like, little inside the parker that was scored a triple, uh, and then he scored an error. But they were up 4-1, to one, I think, and we just clawed back in it, made it 4-3, and then Phillips hit, I think, his first home run as a Ray. Mm-hmm. And then Wendell had a two had a big um, two-hit, two-run, two-RBI, like, base-loaded single in the bottom of the eighth, I think, with two outs, which was huge to pretty much, like, kind of clinch it. Um, but I then looked good Saturday. Um, they they made it interesting. They came back, but we got the job done. And then Sunday, we – I mean, we just dominated them. Fleming looked as good as he's ever been. And mm-hmm. I think he's made six starts. I think that was his sixth start, maybe his fifth. Sixth or, fifth or sixth, maybe. But, um, yeah, just – I think it's big. I think especially winning – the series, but let alone winning your last game going to the playoffs, I think that's big. You got some momentum, prevented a team that hurt us a decade and two years ago. It's kind of cool, kind of preventing them from uh, making the playoffs, especially because everything else that they needed to do happened. Mm-hmm. Like, if they just won one game, they would have made the playoffs, but it was cool. We took care of them. And, yeah, just keep that momentum going into tomorrow. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, Um well, I do have to say, so living in a family of Phillies fans, like, I felt really bad. It was just, like, sad vibes the entire weekend. <laughs> like, they weren't happy. And, I mean, watching the Phillies this year, I can understand why, because that team is – that team has so much promise offensively, and they actually – like, Wheeler was a really good pitcher for them this year, and they made that contract look really good because they paid they paid Wheeler what I thought was overpaying them at – I believe it was five years, 125, which was the same contract that they gave to Howard a couple years back. And then obviously he tore his Achilles in 2011. That's when the playoff run ended for them. So I thought that it's just like, I, I thought that they overpaid for him and he pitched really well this year and he pitched really well this weekend. And the Rays still found ways to just claw, like, like Evan said, claw back into it and find ways to, I, I don't, I don't even get it. Like, like, the Rays shouldn't have won the first two games of that series just straight up. But, like, the Phillies bullpen is the worst thing I've ever seen, but ever. That's, that's what this Rays team does. We we find ways to win. I don't, that is I don't true. Understand. I mean, looking at our lineup, you're like, how on earth are we the one seed? Like, how are we the second best team in baseball, record-wise? I, I, I couldn't tell you. I <laughs> don't understand that at all. I mean, our leadoff hitter. gods are with us. Yoshi hit, hit 200. Like, it, I just don't get it at all. It makes no sense, but – I'll take it. Hopefully, we can keep winning games and uh, and theoretically October. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, the bullpen looked good, which is important for the Rays. Uh, Josh Fleming looked really good, and I hope they can use him this postseason. I mean, he threw. I think his 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 ERA this year went down to like two seven something, which is which is really good. And I guess this would be his rookie season. Like the Rays, just find way. I mean, Joey Wendell's a D three player. Fleming's a D3 guy like they they find all of these people for men I mean even Lau like not that many people have come out of the University of Maryland for as much as like I love Maryland like Maryland hasn't really produced that many baseball guys and then like Lau comes out of nowhere and he's like oh I'm here 
Like, they, they just find these players that are just at these random places. I mean, if you would have thought that two D3 players would be on the same Major League Baseball team and having a huge impact like Wendell and Fleming are doing this year, you I, like, I would have called you crazy. And I'm sure that I, I feel like they have at least one or two other D3 guys, but they, 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 they just find these players in these random places and just put them in and they work. And that's kind of the easiest way to describe it is, is that it just works. It's and kind of like a system QB. Just works. And, then, and like, there's like these, there's those like QBs in the NFL that only work well with one team. And that for is some, true. And for some reason, these guys just gel together. I, I mean, I hope they continue this. Nick Foles. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much like a system QB. Something about our system, something about the way we play the game, like helps these guys, helps them get confidence especially for young guys, like young guys, they need young. I mean, we're always full of young guys. We rarely ever have veterans and the young guys confidence is most important to them. And for some reason, I don't know what they do in, in that clubhouse, but they just, they're able to gel together. They, they're able to gain their confidence and Hey, we've got 40 wins, which is a pretty cool thing. Yeah, that is really cool. But yeah, so good things to take out of bad things for the Phillies, but good things to take out of for us coming out of that, obviously, you know, sweeping the series was really good. Finishing off the season uh, well and finish, finishing off the season hot was really important in our last 13. So I talked about last week, our last week being like the most important week of the season. We took care of business then. We took care of business this week against the Mets and the Phillies. So we finished, I believe, in our last 13 games, we went 10-3 and to finish the season, which is really good. Glad that they have continued the success that they've had. I guess before we talk about the the Rays matchup in the postseason just talking about the regular season in general like I, I know that we talked about it when they won the division but did you guys think at all that this team was going to be competing in the way that they did um so far this year yeah definitely I mean I, I knew we were I knew we had like a team that could potentially make a run of the World Series which we do um I didn't think we would be the number one seed in the AL I definitely didn't think we'd win 40 games, but um, I knew we had a good team. I, I was pretty confident in that. And I just, I mean, you kind of, I mean, uh, the experts also thought that, like a lot of people thought that we had a really good team. I don't think many people thought we would win the East, but they knew we would compete. And yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised that we've been this good, but I'm, I'm surprised that we were the best overall seed in the AL. Yeah, that was definitely a, definitely a surprise having the number one seed. In the in the AL, I thought we would. I I thought we were gonna win the AL East, obviously, but to win just the AL in general is way better, in my opinion. Um, I mean, I guess you didn't win the AL yet, but like you won the regular season. You know, we still got to decide the rest of that. Um, yeah. But we we got a, a lot of good um late season contributions from guys who came in like kind of halfway. You know, we got Nate Lowe. Um, a Rosarina helped us get past the finish line. You know, when we were starting, our, some of our players were starting to get injured and they needed a replacement. Um, those guys really stepped up and stepped into it well. And they, mel- and they melded well with the rest of the team. And we're hot going into the playoffs. And hopefully we can just keep going how we have been on Toronto. Yeah, I – well, again, I said that I predicted the race to win the division. I was like – when I said that, I felt it was kind of a biased thing, but I also was like, I could easily see the Yankees winning because I thought that the Yankees had a better team top to bottom. 
uh, when it when it when it came to offense. Now pitching was a kind of a different story, but I mean when you when you have an offense that can score seven eight runs a game, pitching you know like you don't need to have amazing pitching. So they kind of had what I thought was a rotation, very very top heavy rotation, but a rotation where if they scored enough runs, the rotation could get through it, and then they had a and then they have a very good bullpen. Um, I I mean obviously injuries do a lot to you. And they did a lot to the Rays, too. But I did not think, honestly speaking, I didn't know and I didn't think that we were going to win the division. Uh, I was very happy that we did. And I was very happy that we got the job done because I got very nervous towards the end of the season. And I'm just glad that we took care of business in the places that we needed to, except for the Nationals, which just really angers me. That's going to like, like, that's going to, that's going to anger me so much. So I'm just going to take that anger towards the, and frustration towards the playoffs. Um, was that, was that just, the only was that the only losing series we had? Yeah, that's why it angers me. Okay. Yeah. Well, well I, I mean the Baltimore one, but like oh, season in terms series. of like season series, yeah, the, like season the Nationals series. was the only one. That's why it just frustrates me. Like, like it, I need to run through a wall right now. <laughs> I mean, that's for the playoffs, but like it's just. But I mean, maybe that's an omen. Who knows? May, you know. I think another good omen that we have is that we beat the Phillies. We swept the Phillies. Who, the who team swept that, us the last time that we yeah, played them? Yeah, and they are also the team that obviously won the World Series over us. That is true, and we getting to the playoffs. Exactly. That is a big thing. That's that's a huge thing. Um, I don't know if we want to talk. Well, I guess we can talk quick IL report. So from what I saw, uh, well, Brett Phillips came out of the game with some hamstring or uh, tightness somewhere. So he's day-to-day right now. Margot, Manny, Manny Margot, was not in the lineup on Sunday. He was pulled out due to some foot soreness. So hopefully they'll be good for this for this upcoming series starting. I guess it would be today in terms of the days that we're actually – I mean, it is today, so we are recording today. So the series today. Mm-hmm. And from what I saw, um, uh, Alvarado uh, was throwing live BP today or yesterday to Choi and Yandy Diaz, and hopefully those guys will be back and healthy for the po- for the, for the series against the Blue Jays. I have not heard anything good about Meadows. They said Cash said basically that they're not going to expect him to return for a bit. So depending on how far they go uh, in terms of a run, he might be healthy by the time you know as series go on. But as of right now, it doesn't look like he's going to be available for the Blue Jays series, which is a, a tough blow for us. But also, he hasn't necessarily been performing as well as he normally would be or as well as he did last year. So, you know, for better or worse, that's kind of the situation that we're in right now. Um, I'm trying to think. Those are kind of the only guys in terms of the IL stuff. So hopefully hopefully we can get uh, Alvarado, Choi, and Diaz back for the playoffs starting today so I guess that goes into since I mean we could talk about the AL postseason thing for a little bit but um, I think the more important thing is to talk and focus on this upcoming series against the Blue Jays which is starting at 5 p.m. today on TBS the Razor uh, hosting a three-game series the wild card series against the Blue Jays obviously we've talked about the Blue Jays as a team that we really didn't want to play now now the team that we didn't want to play is the team that we have to play we went six and four against them this year, but in terms of splits, they had better statistical numbers against us in that series. Obviously, the last time that we played them was in August, late August, so it's been a month. And I guess just before that we go into more specifics, how are you guys feeling about the series? Um, 
pretty confident going in. Um, I still think Blue Jays are a dangerous team. They're heavily offensive. Um, they have Ryu on the pitching. So that's one game. That's one of the three games we have to deal with. They also got a pretty all right bullpen. Um, they got some they got some guys that can definitely close it out for them. Um, yeah, just that hitting, Bobochet, um, all of the young guys, they're dangerous. So they're, they're a team to watch going into the playoffs, but I think we can secure a series win against them definitely in this shortened, uh, I guess, this, this new playoff format we're doing. I mean, yeah, um, it's always nerve-wracking going to the playoffs. You never really know what's going to happen, especially against this Blue Jays team. I mean, we did beat them in the regular season, 6-4, to four, but, I mean, every game was close, it felt like. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had to come back in the ninth twice against them. So, I mean, it could have easily been the other way around. Could, I mean, they could have won six games. They could have won six games. We could have won four games. But um, I don't know. I, I really don't know what's going to happen. I think our t- our pitching, our top three is huge in the series. If it goes to game three, then Morton is going to be not too confident in him right now. He has been pitching as well as he used to. Um, but I think Snell on the mound – Tomorrow is big because most of like other than Guerrero Jr. and Bichette and I guess Guriel, other than, most of their power is on the left side of the plate, which is big tomorrow with the lefty Snell on the mound. Um, then Glass now, like I, I'm not sure why Shoemaker starting game one. It's kind of an interesting move by Montoya, but um, yeah, Ryu versus Glass now is going to be a great matchup. Um, but yeah, I give the Blue Jays a lot of respect. As people should, they're a good team. They almost beat the Yankees out in record in the record wise, I guess. Um, a huge injury for the um, Blue Jays, though. I think I'm pretty sure Ken Giles, their closer, needs Tommy John. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, he's out for the playoffs. Which I'm, I feel awful for him. Like prayers go out to oh, him. I didn't hear that. That's terrible. Which it's not good. It's not good. It's awful news for him and the whole Blue Jays organization. And I mean, I don't, I have no clue. They're Clothes are going to be now, but that could play a huge part in the series, especially with the base choking two games against us in the playoff in the regular season. I think I heard that Rafael Dolis, who has angered me so much this year, is their closer now, oh. and he just frustrates me. Just frustrates me so much. Um, so I guess in terms of like I'm scared. I'm scared of the. Uh, I'm confident, but I'm very scared of the Blue Jays because I know what they can do. They have three guys this year who have double-digit home runs, two of which I didn't think uh, – th- all three of them were – I didn't expect it. Uh, Lourdes Gurriel Jr., uh, Randall Grishik, and Teoscar Hernandez, who hit 16 bombs. Oh, I forgot about Teoscar. And, and all three of those guys hit 270 or higher this year. Gurriel hit 308. Grishik hit 273. Teoscar hit 289. Plus, you have Bichette coming back. He he's batted. I mean, I know he got hurt, but he's he's batted three hundred one this year. Um, Kevin yeah, Biggio has. Wait, sorry, go. All those guys are right-handed hitters too, which isn't good for tomorrow, but it'll be good on. Um, or I guess today it'll be good tomorrow, though. Yeah, that'll depend. I mean, obviously, Vlad and Kevin Biggio um, both are both really good. Rowdy, Rowdy Telez right now, their DH. We do not know about him. It says that. Telez, so this is the most recent news. Telez ran the bases during a workout Saturday and took live BP on Sunday. 
Also, Jordan Romano, who is a starting pitcher, threw a 15 to 20 pitch live batting practice session on Sunday. And Ross Stripling, who is um, also a starting pitcher day to day uh, with a lower, a sore lower leg after being hit by a comebacker, should be available for the playoffs. So that's what I see in terms of injury. Again, not having Roddy Telez in the lineup could be a big blow to them. They, I mean, it'll, it'll be interesting to see who they kind of slot in. Um, having Alejandro Kirk come out of nowhere is like the, um, you know, like uh, the, the, the newest version of Williams Astadio um, is interesting because he's provided a spark to them for whatever that's worth. Uh, Jonathan Villar is still there. Joe Panic's there. Danny Jansen's their catcher. They have actually very balanced uh, power numbers between them, um, be, between everyone. They had six of their nine guys in their starting lineup had uh, eight home runs or more. So Telez had eight, Biggio had eight, Guerrero Jr. had nine, and then obviously Guriel, Grishik, and Hernandez all had double-digit home runs. That's not what I want to hear. It's not great. Yeah. And, 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 and like I said before, in terms of their splits against us when they played us, their stats were better than ours. That, again, I feel like things were also different because we had guys that weren't on, that, um, that weren't on the team at the time because we had players that uh, – got injured, I believe. I mean, there were guys that, that were out with injury and didn't come back until later. So I think Drake was out with injury then. Morton was out with injury then. Um, Anderson was. Yeah, Anderson was out. And now we have those guys back, which helps us out. And them losing Giles, who helped the Blue Jays win a couple games against us early in the season. It's a really, really bad blow because Giles was looking very good this year mm. and very, very scary. And so not that confident – of, or like you know it's 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 an interesting thing so looking at their starting rotation and we can kind of talk about this so like like we talked about shoemaker is going to be making this uh starting game one who in six starts this year he's a 471 era 28.2 innings does has is 0 and one which is really weird so he's averaged just over i'm trying to think of this he's averaged less than five innings a start Given up 15 earned runs, struck out 26. Keep uh, looking at other guys. Um, so there are three starters. So Taiwan Walker is this um, is the game three guy, two and one with a 1.37 ERA in six starts. That's pretty good. 26.1 innings pitched, 25 strikeouts, four earned runs, but 10 runs allowed in total. So six unearned runs due to other things. And then obviously their game two started Young Jin Ryu, uh, the big money ticket that they got in the offseason from the Dodgers. Their number one, who is a number two this series, but whatever. He is five and two this year with a two six nine ERA and twelve starts, sixty seven innings pitched, seventy two strikeouts. He has walked seventeen guys and he's given up twenty earned runs and six home runs. Now I guess going to the bullpen, not having uh, Ken Giles there, who. That's just not a that's not a good look for them to um, you know to lose him. But they have guys there um, who who can pitch. Uh, Anthony, uh, so I was just talking about Dolis. He's uh, he has a one five ERA this year uh, in 25, 24 innings pitched. He struck out thirty one. He has walked fourteen. So that's something interesting of note. Uh, AJ Cole is uh, in twenty four games pitched. He has a three oh nine ERA, twenty three point one innings pitched, twenty strikeouts to nine walks. Brian Barucki in 21 games and 16.2 innings pitched, uh, 21 strikeouts, uh, 2-7 ERA, 
Um, looking at other guys, Shun Yamaguchi does not have a good uh, ERA this year, hasn't been pitching that well. Uh, Anthony Kay, same thing. Nate Pearson, same thing. Ross Stripling hasn't been that good for them. Wil- Wilmore Font, former Ray, not that good this year, has a 9.92 ERA. So if we, un- if, if we end up getting to him, not a good sign for them. Anthony Bass is, I guess, their closer, but I said Dolis was their closer, so it might be closer by committee. He's uh, in 26 games pitched, 3.51 ERA, 25.2 innings pitched, struck out 21, walked nine. So I, I, I don't know. Their bullpen's a very interesting, and their pitching's a very interesting situation. Where do you guys think that this series is going to come down to in terms of either hitting, uh, pitching, bullpen? What, what, what do you guys think it's going to come down to? Um. I think it'll come down to just holding the Blue Jays' um, offense down, ultimately, if we can do that um, with our pitching. And then having the pitching advantage, I believe, still. Because, um, you know, most of those guys are going to have five innings. It would be pretty, probably pretty dominant innings, or we can get them out early, you know, um, make them go to their bullpen early. Uh, I think it's just important that we play good defense and we do we have good pitching and slow down their huge offense that because that there's some games where they can just get 14 runs real real quick so we just got to be careful of them because they're dangerous um just play play our game and just try to take the advantage over them yeah i agree with i agree with those uh yeah i think keeping them in the yard is huge making sure they just don't hit a lot of home runs keep like I said, keep them in the yard. Um, yeah, that's about it. And also make them throw pitches. Make their starters throw some pitches. Get, hopefully get them out of the game early. Maybe get some walks early. Maybe get some runs on the board early, which also – I mean, that's obviously good anyways. But, yeah, make get, try and get to that bullpen early, especially with no off day in the middle of today's game and tomorrow's day, which is big for the bullpen. If we can, like, kind of just tire the bullpen out in today's game – I know Ryu's been really good, so they might not need their bullpen as much tomorrow. But, like, just get to the bullpen, keep them in the yard, and I think we have a really good shot of winning at least today's game. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Keeping them off the board in terms of the home run is going to be a huge thing because they were one of the leaders this year in home runs Um, and a very balanced lineup when it comes to that. I'm trying to figure out, like, team leaders for stuff. Yeah, and another thing that, like, like they're going to hit some home runs. It's going to happen. That's what they do. But, I mean, especially with – Snell, it's honestly, especially with all three of them, more more so of Snell and Glass now. Just don't walk so many people. Like keep the base runners off off the path because they're gonna hit home runs. Like I, they're gonna hit probably if it's two games, they're probably gonna get they're probably gonna hit two home runs a game. And if they if they're single if they're solo home runs, then that's not the end of the world. But they have men on base, and that kind of changes it. So try to limit the walks, limit the people on base, and just try to keep. I mean, just slow them down. Like Gibby said, like try to keep in the yard so uh just a few things that i just found out toronto is in the one two three four five six seven eight they are ninth in the league uh ninth worst in terms of giving up home runs they're actually i think they're tied with um the it seems like they are oh where they're tied uh with three other two or two other teams i think either 81 or 82 home runs given up and the other thing i wanted to point out was they have walked the second most batters of any team in baseball this year. The only team that's walked more batters than them in terms of their pitching staff is Boston. So that means that they throw a lot of pitches. 
That's good. They throw a lot of pitches. We're and we need, need to take play. advantage of that. Yeah, good play discipline. Definitely huge. Like, we need to just take advantage of stuff. I guess going off of home runs, they are top 10 in home runs. Uh, but we, we, uh, we're we above league average in terms of home runs this year. We had um, uh, We had 80. They had 88. Average, again, better than us. But, I mean, the, we're close in terms of batting. Like, not that many more home runs than us. Uh, but a lot of it is from their starters. So, like, uh-huh. they don't have as, like, we have other guys coming uh-huh. in. Bench help that uh-huh. has helped to really support this team. So, you know, when a guy in the starting lineup isn't as good, there'll be a guy that comes in that can really fill the void. I know um, Rosarin and Brousseau have been two guys that have been huge in that position, and Joey Wendell as well. So it's going to be really interesting. I just think that, like, I mean, just based off of pitching itself, if we can get them to throw pitches, then then they're not going to be as effective. I mean, Dolis, even with even even with a 1-5 ERA, has, only has a 2-to-1 strikeout-to-walk ratio because he's walked, like, 15 guys this year. And that's not good. He's almost walked a guy in inning or close to a guy in inning, like depending on how you want to look at that. And that's not good. I mean, in terms of ERA, our ERAs, team ERAs, third best in baseball, theirs is just below the the Orioles. They have a worse pitching ERA this year than the Orioles. They four six team ERA. Orioles had a four five one team ERA. Shout out to the Orioles for that. Shout out, shout out to the Orioles. Um, and a good thing that is in our favor is that. The Blue Jays are a young team, and they haven't – I don't think this team – like, most of those players on this team haven't made playoffs. That is, is really true. Good, which, I mean, playoff experience is pretty underrated. I mean, it's very valuable. All of our, all of our pitchers have playoff experience. Yeah, and, and, yeah, all of our starters have playoff experience. And last year's, like, ALDS wasn't really a run, but, I mean, our the fact that we made the playoffs and made it six games into the playoffs – just gave all, like our young guys a lot of experience and just mm-hmm. I guess helped out with like confidence I guess and especially winning that AL wildcard game last year in a very high pressure environment in Oakland and just game situation I guess helps us out a lot I feel like yeah I, in terms of so like where they are below league average there's only one other team that's made the playoffs that has a worse ERA than them and that's the Marlins so they have out of 16 teams they have the 15th worst ERA. Uh, of those 16 playoff teams. So that means that they give up runs and we need to take advantage of the fact that they give up runs because, I mean, the Blue Jays are a good team, but the Blue Jays are a very beatable team. Definitely. Yeah. And uh, and we're the same way, but the Blue Jays are a very beatable team and the Rays need to show that in this series. They need to show that they belong and then they need to show that that 40-20 and 20 record this year wasn't a fluke. Yeah, you can't give them anything. You can't give them any momentum. You gotta, you gotta really just play. You gotta play mean here and just shut them down completely. I believe. Yeah, yeah, and I mean their relief. So looking off of, I guess we can look at team relief pitching this year. I'll go look at team relief pitching ERA. Oh, this is too many stuffs. Why are there so many weird stats? I don't like this. Okay, forget about the relief pitching stuff because I was going to try to find, like, relief pitching ERA this year. And I think that the Rays' relief pitching ERA is one of the best in baseball, if not the best in baseball. I mean, I mean, their team pitching ERA was, um, was, was third best and was second best in the AO. The Dodgers had the best. They had, like, a 302 team ERA because the Dodgers are just stupid. Like, like the Dodgers are just too good. 
but that's another story. But yeah, it's just, it all come, it's going to come down to matchups. It's going to come down to take advantage of Matt Shoemaker, who hasn't been doing that much this year, can't, hasn't been pitching late into games. I mean, he's averaging less than five innings a start. So that means that he gets bounced around and he gets out. I mean, he's given up, he's given up 15 earned runs and eight home runs this year in, in 28 innings. So they need to, they need to jump on that early and they need to, they need to really do well in terms of, just trying to get the starters out and then working with the worst guys in the bullpen because they're not going to bring in their best guys until later. I mean, if you if you can get to Shun Yamaguchi, Anthony Kay, Nate Pearson, those kind of guys, Wilmer Font, and they don't have to use their better arms in the bullpen until later, like that's what the Rays need to do is they need to jump on the worst starters and they need to jump on they, – they need, they need to jump on pitches. They need to show that they are worth, you know, like, like they, they deserve to be there. Simple especially as that. Game one, especially in game one, and I've said this before, but no off day in the middle of game one and game two, which is big for the bullpen. So if we can get Shoemaker out before the fifth inning, which is you said his average, I guess. Yeah, his average is below five, so he probably averages like four and a third, four and two thirds. So I mean, that's, I mean, that's a lot of that's a lot of outs left in the game that the bullpen needs to get, and that'd be huge in game one, especially. Yeah, like, and especially with Ryu on the mound the day after. So, yeah, that's true. That's true. But I think before we, I think before we conclude this, I wanted to quickly talk about the rest of the postseason picture. So obviously everything's now, um, everything is now finalized. Are there any matchups that you guys are looking at in both leagues that are in- interesting or intriguing to you? Oh, t- tomorrow. I mean, that Indians Yankees series, that is going to be, I mean, other than the Rays series, that's the series I'm looking forward to the most. Like, Cole and Bieber in game one, I mean, you can't get better than that. Like, I mean, Bieber won the triple crown, the pitching triple crown. So, versus Cole, who's hasn't been as good as he was last year, but, like, you can't, really can't get much better than that game. Bieber, who's been dominant pitching, and then a really good lineup on the other side. I'm really excited for that game, and I hope I get to watch it after the Rays win. So I like uh, I like that. In the National League, I like the the Marlins match matchup with the Cubs. I think that'll be interesting. Um, even if even if the Marlins don't win and the Cubs win, if the Reds win and we have a Reds versus Cubs in the playoffs, that'd be pretty cool to see. It'd be a um, very good series. Padres not not doing too hot, but at, towards the end of the season, but they're still they're still a team to reckon with. Um, they go against the Cardinals. Dodgers against Milwaukee. Um, everything that in the NL looks pretty cool. I mean, not that the AL isn't any any better. But. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I am so I'm looking forward to the Athletics White Sox series. That's going to be really good because because the White Sox slid down to the seven seed and the Indians jumped up to the four seed. Mm-hmm. And the White Sox haven't been that hot, but the White Sox have one of the most exciting teams in baseball. And facing up against an Athletics team that's just been consistent. And and even with the loss of Chapman, they'll 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 be able to fill in the spot at third. So I'm really excited to see how that's going to go because that's going to be a very entertaining three game series. Uh, the Marlins Cubs series because 2003 is 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 going to be very entertaining. Um, the the Braves Red series is going to be really good. Uh, the 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 Brewers are probably going to get swept. Um, I'm trying to think of who's the other series was the four five. Who's the four five in the NL? Should know this. Uh oh god, who's the four five in the NL? Oh, oh no, oh oh, that's the Padres series, right? Who are the Padres yeah. playing in that series? 
Uh, Cardinals. Cardinals. That's going to be a very interesting series. But the the Yankees, the Yankees Indian series, because they have history, that's going to be really good. Oh, it's yeah. going to be a very good series. It's going to be a fun playoffs. The yeah, it's gonna be weird. Twins, Astros. No, <laughs> I really hope the Astros get. Uh, I really hope you the know, Astros it, get swept. I, I really want to get revenge against them for the last season, but like I don't want them to make it that far because they would have to make it basically to the AL championship game, right? Yeah, that's how the that's how the bracket works. Yeah, uh, um, they would have to make it to the AL championship game in order for us to play it, in order in order for us to play them. So, uh, it, it's it's good to it's good that that they're playing them but but i wish we could have played them a little bit sooner in the playoffs just so we could have our little revenge against them but it's okay yeah so there's going to be a lot of very interesting matchups to watch uh for the rest of this playoffs hopefully everything works out as it as it should with covid luckily we got through the regular season which is great we are going into a weird bubble situation, which is kind of just like a regional bubble situation. And then obviously the playoffs in Arlington at Globe Life Field, which should be a very, uh, hopefully a very interesting way. Hopefully they don't have fans because I don't like, if they've done it for the entire season like that, I don't want them to be like, oh, playoffs fans. Like, maybe for the World Series, but yeah, I agree. May, maybe, but even that, I mean, you don't want to just decide on a new rule literally the last series yeah. of the year. Like, like if you're not doing fans the entire year, then just go with that. Or like, or say from the beginning, like what the NFL did was like, you're like, like you can either just say that you're not going to have fans, or just go with whatever state guidelines you do. And especially then you can by say, stadium too, which is not like the stadium by stadium kind of regulations is kind of a cool thing. Like they didn't. They didn't regulate it as a league. It was like I don't know if they didn't condone it or they were like, you know what, it's up to you. But it, I, I agree. I, I kind of, I hope no fans for at least the first three rounds from the wild card series, the ALCS and the NLCS. But um, I mean the World Series would be really weird to see with no fans. But it, it's whatever. It should be whatever safest, I guess. I mean, they're gonna do the NBA Finals, and they've already done the Stanley Cup Finals without fans, so. That is true, yeah. I mean, we've already seen – oh, quickly, shout out to Duncan Robinson and the, and the Miami Heat for getting another Florida team. I know that our Orlando Magic fans aren't going to be that happy. The I, the I-4 buddies, the Orlando Magic, aren't going to be that happy that we said that. But, can we yeah. tag this? What? Please. Can we tag Duncan Robinson in this podcast, please? I mean, I mean, we could try to. I mean, yeah. It, it, shout out, Duncan. Yo, dude, you're 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 doing great. I do have a really really bad photo of you, but like, I'm really really sorry that Marilyn had to get you like that. It's just not a good vibe. <laughs> but yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we have. So obviously, we're all really excited about the playoffs. It's starting today, which is crazy. It it'll be a very chaotic series. Hopefully, we'll we'll get to do a lot more of these. We are planning on doing a recap after every game, so don't expect those to be too long. It'll just be a recap of the game and then talking about the next game for the, for the next day, which hopefully will be entertaining. Hopefully, we'll get to do a lot more than just two or three of these. We'll get to do plenty as the season goes on. But I guess for right now, the regular season's over. Raising the number one seed. Uh, it's playoff time. We're ready. I want to run through like 15 walls right now because I saw the lightning hoist the cup, and I'm like, I want to win something because I'm just exactly. like, it's just making me go City crazy. Of champions, man. I'm nervous, but let's go, baby. Let's yeah, get the, play- it. the playoffs are the best time of the year. So yeah, I think I think that's it for us. Uh, make sure to follow us on social media, uh, Twitter at RoofRays. Uh, listen to us. Spot. Uh, we're on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast. Drop a. Uh, Drop comments, drop uh, reviews, whatever you feel. Share. Um, 
What? With your friends. With yeah, your share, yeah, yeah. Share it with your friends. Share it with all your race friends. So we can all celebrate this playoffs. Um, and yes, yeah, stay safe, stay healthy, wear a mask, and raise up. Raise up, baby. Let's go. Raise up, baby. Cool. Raise up, baby.